Hello, this is Valerie Hurston. Welcome to this week's podcast of Lipstick and Laptops Radio Show. Is the money really in the list? Here's the question that's on everyone's mind when they start thinking about mailing list. Which service should I use? You've probably wondered yourself and maybe even spent a few hours, days, or perhaps weeks researching your options. Stop. It's not the question you should be asking, at least not yet. And it's, it's exactly why so many women entrepreneurs get stuck in the planning stage of list building. The first step in list building, before you need to think about tools, you must ask yourself this question. How can I best serve my ideal client? Whether you are a coach, an author, speaker, minister, a woman leader, or woman influencer, they have a need that only you can fulfill. And when you discover what that need is, you'll have two valuable pieces of information. One, what incentive will be a true no-brainer for your ideal client to opt into your list? And two, how can you use your mailing list to provide the best value for those who join your list? Don't overthink these questions though. Your opt-in incentive can be as simple as a resource guide or a short how-to video that answers a common question. You don't have to go overboard with dozens of downloads and a 100-page ebook. Rather than providing value, these massive downloads are more likely to overwhelm your reader than encourage her to learn more. And when it comes to providing value to your list members, keep three things in mind. Number one, regular communication is a must. Consider an autoresponder series if you're not good with scheduling email updates. And number two, marketing is second to information. Too much selling will cause your opt-out rates to soar. And number three, it's your responsibility as a thought leader in your market to distill and provide the information, tools, and products your audience needs. What is my list building goal, you might ask? How will you be using your list? Will you send a weekly or monthly newsletter? Create an autoresponder series that delivers content on a predetermined schedule? Use affiliate links as an income generator? Promote your own services and products? The answers to these questions will help you determine not only the right tool for your list building needs, but will also determine the path for your ongoing mailing list content, promotions, and growth. So yes, list building is important to not only building relationship, but to the ongoing financial growth of your business. So let's talk some more about list building. Let's talk about the anatomy of a landing page to help you build your list and how to improve your conversion rates with three simple changes. Your readers have short attention spans, and I'm sure that's not really a big surprise to you. In fact, you probably browse the internet like they do at very high speeds, scanning titles and subheads, skipping to the bottom of sales pages, and fast-forwarding through videos just so you can get to the next thing.
The same is true for your readers. We all do it. And if you want to capture their attention long enough to entice them to opt in to your mailing list, then you have to keep that in mind. So here's a tip from newspaper publishers. Have you ever noticed that everything you need to know about a news story is in the first paragraph? Journalists are trained to answer all the questions, who, what, where, when, why, and how in the first few sentences, just in case the story gets cut off when the paper goes to print. In today's online world, where column inches no longer matter, this type of story formatting isn't quite so critical anymore, but it's still a useful tip to use when you're writing an opt-in page. Think about it. If your readers are skimmers, as most of us are, then making sure you include the most important information right at the top of the page is going to greatly improve your conversion rates. For opt-in pages, that means putting the biggest benefits in your subject line and following up with two or three sentences that builds on your headline. That's it. Keep it short, sweet, and benefit-driven, and you'll have greater success than you would with longer content. Graphics matter too, so whether your opt-in incentive is an ebook, a video, or even a simple checklist, having a graphic representation of your offer is an important component of your landing page. Typically, you'll create or have created a digital book or a CD cover. You can easily outsource this, but be sure you follow these strategies. Bold fonts and short titles make your cover more readable, use high contrast colors for more visibility, and be true to your brand. Stick with the colors and fonts your readers expect. And then craft a compelling call to action. While it seems as if you can expect readers to know what to do when they land on your opt-in page, it's not true. You have to invite them to take the next steps. Give them specific instructions and you'll have higher conversion rates than if you just leave it to chance. Your call to action should tell the reader exactly what to do. So for example, click here to download or enter your name and email for instant access. Watch the text on your form buttons too. After all, subscribe or sign up doesn't exactly make you feel excited, does it? Consider using a phrase that matches your call to action instead, such as get the checklist or send the video. So take a look at your opt-in pages. Do they follow these strategies? If not, consider making some changes to your copy, your images, and your calls to action. Then watch your results. You'll more than likely see a boost in conversion rates if you do. So let's talk about price versus power and how to choose a mailing list provider. Aside from time and location freedom, the biggest benefit to starting an online business is the lack of startup capital required. You don't have to buy inventory to stock a store. You don't have to spend a lot on equipment and you don't have to, you know, come up with the cash for employees and insurance and all of those other costs associated with offline businesses. But that low cost mentality can cause you to lose sight of the bigger picture too. 
While it is possible to start a business without spending any money at all, it's truly not a good idea. That free hosting account will no doubt have downtime issues, not to mention the ads they'll serve up to your visitors. Free word processors will have compatibility issues with others and more common solutions. Also, free WordPress themes and plugins can have support issues. So while bootstrapping is a good thing, making business decisions based solely on cost is not. And nowhere is that more true than when it comes to choosing an email list manager. So think about deliverability issues. So here's the biggest problem we see with low-cost providers, including those you install and manage yourself deliverability. Email services such as Yahoo, Gmail, and others vigorously defend their users' accounts against spam and will often mark your legitimate email as spam simply based on the IP address it originates from. Large, <clears throat> excuse me, large email list providers have the resources to fight these false spam reports and keep their deliverability rates high. That's what their users pay for. But when you choose a free or low-cost provider or manage your own server, this might not happen. Over time, you'll see your deliverability rates plummet. And there's limited features. Deliverability aside, many low-priced low uh, providers can afford to charge lower rates because they limit the features. So for example, you might only be able to collect 500 addresses or you may only be able to send a few emails each month. And even worse, you may not be able to segment your list or automate your emails. Before you make the choice to use a low-priced or free email provider, be sure you fully understand the limitations of the account. While some concessions might be okay with you, others might put a serious crimp in your business building efforts. And, you know, I want to touch a little more on the free email accounts like Gmail and Yahoo. If you are really serious about your business, I really strongly encourage you to set up an email address that uh, works or is, you know, in synergy with your website address. They really should match and it just looks more professional and it looks like you're, you know, truly and seriously in business. So if you can do away with the Gmail email accounts or the Yahoo email accounts. And finally, keep in mind that changing providers later when you're ready can be a huge undertaking. You'll have multiple landing pages and opt-in forms to edit, connections with your shopping cart, webinar hosts, social media accounts, and countless other integrations to deal with. And you'll have a list of names to import to your new provider many of which will either opt out or be undeliverable at your new host. Rather than go through all that trouble, the better option is to choose the right provider from the start. And if cost is an issue, create a plan to cover the expense instead of settling for the wrong service. This is Valerie Hurst with Lipstick and Laptops Radio Show. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I'll always look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.